0: It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound
1: 981 for C Spire customers. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. This show is your weekly break from all of the High Resource Five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're gonna recap uh, what all has gone down in 2016, uh, talk about the highs and the lows, as well as where do we go from here. But first, I've got a special guest today. I, I, I spoke with him the other day. We have a big show coming to Hattiesburg tomorrow night, coming to Brewski's. Comedian Mark Norman is coming to town. Mark, uh, if you haven't heard of him before, look him up. Make sure he's kind of your speed. He's a little irreverent at times. He's got a Comedy Central Hour coming out in April. He's got been on Conan, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Last Comic Standing, Inside Amy Schumer at Midnight. So a lot of credentials for this guy. Really excited about this show. It's going to be tomorrow night, Wednesday night, December the twenty-eighth at Brewski's in Hattiesburg. I will be your MC. Show starts at eight p.m. and tickets are only ten dollars. Let's go to that interview with Mark. All right, big show Wednesday night in Hattiesburg. We have got. The very funny Mark Norman here with us right now. Mark, this is your second trip to Hattiesburg. How did it go last year?
2: Last year was uh, really great. I was blown away by how uh, you know how well run it was, and there was a lot of people there, and the audience was hot, and I had a great time. I can't wait to come back. You
1: had a great time after the show too. I can't get into that since we're on the air, but uh, anybody can check out your podcast Tuesdays with Stories for all of the action.
2: Oh yeah, what happened after? I barely remember. I was pretty pretty juiced up.
1: You were ju- you went back to uh you went back to the Crescent City.
2: Oh right, that was that night. Yeah. Oh my god, that was uh, one for the books, if I <laughs> might say so.
1: We just uh on, on last week's episode I talked about uh, our trip to the New Orleans Bowl. You're a New Orleans native, one of the big events of the weekend, had my first encounter with a rat. Now the encounter was strictly platonic but it was still on a counter how much i'm sure you've seen some rats down there in new orleans in your day
2: oh yeah i mean there's more in new york i think right now every subway track is covered in rats just running around but new orleans has some big fat nutria rats you know they're like they're like dogs
1: like they they gumbo fed
2: <laughs> exactly yes they've been drinking hurricanes all morning <laughs>
1: Um, so, what's been going on with you, man? You just uh, filmed your first uh, hour Comedy Central special.
2: Oh, yeah, man. Living the dream. Uh, just did my hour special for Comedy Central. It went well. I can't complain. I've been editing it all week, and that is brutal. you just looking at your dumb mug, you know, on a big screen, just going, oh, e you know, like, am I right? Oh, you got to cut all that so it's, uh, it's pure hell. But I think it's going to come out pretty good.
1: Well, we're looking forward to it, man. Guys, if you want to see this show, seriously, one of my top, one of my favorite comics, definitely my top five. But really, I'm not saying that because Mark's on the phone. Mark, Mark's an incredible comic. Wednesday night at Brewski's in Hattiesburg, December the 28th. Tickets are only ten dollars. One of the best shows you're going to see all year.
2: That's a steal.
1: Any Any final words to the uh, to the comedy fans out there, Mark?
2: Come on up to the show. What the hell are you doing in that town? Also, it's it's Christmas time. You got to get away from the fam. Lord knows they're, uh, they're poking at you and annoying you and uh, telling you you never made anything in your life. And I'm just talking about my parents. But, uh, yeah, get out there and see a show and have a have a beer. Toss one back and have a laugh.
1: That was comedian Mark Norman. So, yeah, guys, come out and join us tomorrow night if you're interested. Shows at Keys, like I said. I'm going to be the emceeing the show. Uh, starts at approximately 8 p.m. Keys in Hattiesburg. You're probably getting a little stir crazy. I know I am. Need to get out of the house. You don't want to go too all in this weekend. You know, just just something to, to break up the week. It's going to be a great show. And this is going to be one of those shows where, you know, you're going to see this guy in Hattiesburg tomorrow and a few years down the road. He's going to be huge. I'm going to go ahead and make that prediction. He's, he's one of the best, and there's a lot of reasons that he's getting the um, the accolades that he's, he's getting right now. So anyways, 2016, Southern Miss, that's what we're going to talk about for the most of the show today. Uh, kind of a an up and down year in a lot of regards, but I think overall it was a year that Southern Miss was able to move forward in a lot of ways. We had a few surprises. We had a few things happen that were to be expected. So we're going to get into all of that after the break. Um Everything from football to the Olympics to baseball to basketball to softball, that's what we're going to be talking today. All Southern Miss. Like I said, your break from all of the high-resource-five propaganda each and every week right here on WMXI 98.1, as well as The Score, 1400 AM. Come right back to us after the break with more To The Top Talk. Welcome back to To the Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. We're talking 2016 right now. Let's get it kicked off by talking about football. Now, I started this podcast with a different network earlier in the year. Uh, it's been a it's been an incredible year. It's been a, a lot of fun getting to talk to some of these athletes that either I grew up watching or I've enjoyed over the past few years. But started last January. Switched over to uh, where I'm at now, the score, 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 this fall. And um, so we're almost done with year one of To the Top Talk. It's been a lot of fun. We're going to keep it going. But the on the first day that I recorded an episode, I was recording it. I got up that morning. Me and Jason, Bump Bailey, we sat down, recorded an entire episode over an hour. I get home. I'm watching the Patriots. I'm cheering for Jamie Collins. I'm like, all right, you know, I always cheer for the Southern Miss guys if the Saints aren't in or the Bears. And not only did the Patriots lose, but during that game, uh, the news broke that Todd Munkin was going to take the offensive coordinator job at Tampa Bay, which is a double jab. For one, he's going to be in the NFC South, but two, and more importantly, he's leaving uh, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And I think it was a move that, that nobody really saw coming at that point. When you make it into January, especially as far along as we had gotten At that point, you kind of think, realize, okay, well, Todd's going to be here for another year, and it just didn't work out. So that was the big, the big shocker to start the year. Shortly thereafter, after a uh, uh, not a very long process, maybe a week or two, Jay Hobson was hired away from Alcorn State to be the new head coach at Southern Miss. Had a good, you know, kept the winning season going, uh, winning season streak going with two. Um, Also in the spring, we had two Golden Eagles drafted in the NFL draft. Mike Thomas in the fifth round went to the Rams, and then Kalen Reed uh, with the Mr. Irrelevant pick, the final pick in the draft. He went to the Titans. And then you had some other guys sign free agent deals. Of course, Jalen Rashard with the Raiders, Rashad Hill with the Jaguars, and Norman Price with the San Francisco 49ers. The football season kicks off. Game 1. It's kind of a game that we've been waiting on for some time since the deal had been signed. Cuz Kentucky is a program that we always thought that we could go in there and compete with and 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 certainly defeat. And we j- did just that. Just that in game 1. The a first Southern Miss win over a southeastern conference team since we defeated Alabama 21 to nothing back in 2000. When your's truly was down on the sidelines. Had a that was an amazing night. But, you know, a great night to to cap off Jay Hobson's career at Southern Miss, a win over the Kentucky Wildcats, who ended up having a pretty solid season. Then as the season went along, you had a couple of, uh, lost a couple of games that, you know, you might not should have. And then the bottom kind of fell out there in that game against Charlotte when we lost that game. And, you know, it wasn't, wasn't well known exactly how hurt Nick Mullins had been or, or was at that time. But uh, that that Charlotte game really you know, kind of put a damper on the season. But then we turn around, we bounce back. Nick gets healthy. We defeat Louisiana Tech, the Conference USA West champions this season, and go on to take on the Louisiana Lafayette Ragin' Cajuns in the New Orleans Bowl, where we get the win, 28 to 21. I had an amazing time. Lots of good memories this season, uh, with a lot of disappointments. You kind of thought, with what we haven't had coming back, that we would compete. A little better than we did for the conference title, but you had a new staff. You had the injury bug with with your you know your key player, Nick Mullins. Uh, you know his 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 thumb ligament came out of the skin there in that game against Texas San Antonio. But uh, when Nick was healthy, we were we were uh, a force to be reckoned with across the board. Also, uh, Nick Mullins he broke a couple of the school's records at the quarterback position finishing the year for the career with uh, 11,994 yards passing, which is the Southern Miss record, and 87 touchdowns, which is also a Southern Miss record. Also this year, Brett Favre inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That was a move that we saw coming. Again, another one for quite some time. As soon as he retired, you knew that 2016 was going to be the year that he was inducted. So it was really awesome to see you know Brett out there. If you if you if you look at some of the pictures, you'll see like Father Tommy in the car with on the parade with him, you know, and you know a lot of uh, Brett's family there in the crowd that night. And of course, he he threw in a couple of Southern Miss references, talked about some of the coaches that he had while he was there. So uh, a great night for for Southern Miss, and certainly a great night for Brett Favre. Also, uh, Southern Miss dad uh, Kevin Green the linebacker that paid, played for the Steelers and the Panthers among other teams also inducted into the pro football hall of fame that night his son Gavin walked on to the Southern Miss football team this year playing the uh, I believe playing the linebacker position or maybe a uh, you know one of the hybrid defensive end positions uh, so pretty cool kind of had two guys with Southern Miss ties getting inducted into the pro football hall of fame this year we mentioned earlier the guys that got drafted the guys that went on to the national football league Jalen Richard at his coming out party, game one against the New Orleans Saints. He takes his first carry in the National Football League, 75 yards for a touchdown. So it was, it was a, you know, a lot of you guys and myself included are Saints fans. We also cheer for the Southern Miss Guys. So it's kind of a bittersweet moment, but really awesome for a guy like Jalen, a guy who didn't get drafted. He didn't get signed as a free agent right away. He had to come to Oakland for a tryout, you know. He does all that, and now he's he's making a huge impact on the Raiders, and uh, you know he's an alternate for the Pro Bowl in the uh, as a punt returner. So really excited about that, and uh, and about Jalen, and hopefully even with Derek Carr going down, hopefully they can make a run in the playoffs. Also in the National Football League, Jamie Collins traded to the Cleveland Browns from the uh, New England Patriots. That was a shocker to a lot of us for obvious reasons. You know, Jamie goes from being, you know, the front on the the front runner uh, in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl to the worst team in the league. Just like that overnight. But Jamie's coming up for a contract year. He's definitely going to make some money next year. And, uh, you know. We'll see what the future holds. The Rams got—I mean, the uh, excuse me—the Browns got their first win of the season this weekend, so that was really cool to uh, to see that happen for him. And you know, they have some cap space next year, so it's, it's likely that he stays there in Cleveland. Also, a couple of Southern Miss alums got to make an impact on some teams. Kind of uh, make their way uh, up the roster or back onto a roster. Kyrie Thornton, who was drafted in the third round by the Green Bay Packers a few years ago, lands on his feet with the Detroit Lions. Starts really working hard on getting into shape and playing the game of football. And uh, you know he's making an impact on the Lions as well as Rakeem Nunez-Roches, uh, who was on the practice squad to start the year. A few injuries move him up the depth chart, and now he is uh, he's been playing a lot at defensive end for the Chiefs. That being said, mentioning all those guys, four Golden Eagles are probably going to be in the NFL playoffs. Which next week is the final week of the NFL season. As it looks right now, you're going to have four teams, four teams of some kind. You're going to have Jalen Richard with the Raiders. Right now, they sit at the number two seed in the AFC. Then you've got Nunez Rochez. Right now, the the Kansas City Chiefs sit at the number four seed in the AFC. Uh, excuse me, the number five seed. The number four seed is the Houston Texans. You got Chris Clark there. And then on the NFC side, Kyrie Thornton's playing for the Detroit Lions, who I believe they are the number well, I think they drop down to the fifth seed right now, but if they defeat the Packers, they'll be the fourth seed. And uh if somehow if the Lions don't make it, I don't I don't know the exact specs on this on how this has to play out, but there's still a chance the Tampa Bay Bucks could get in, which would bring in uh not only Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator, but DeMar Dotson as well. I'm joined now in studio by my friend, uh, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. What's happening, man? Hey, man. Am I early? You are right on time. <laughs> We're recapping the year in Southern Miss football right now. What are your thoughts on football in 2016 for the Golden Eagles?
0: Well, I think we. Um, I think that um, you could say we, we kind of bookend the season started off fantastic and kind of finished off fantastic. Um, and then had that huge lull right in the middle, you know. I was listening to your show on the way here and um I don't know. I don't know what happened. I know Nick was banged up, but um, you really couldn't have ended it any better with with you know what we did to Louisiana Tech and and then the the showing in the bowl game.
1: You know, Jay Hobson is is making his presence felt. You know, here at Southern Miss, you're kind of starting to get an idea of what kind of team he's going to put together here. And you know, we had—I uh, don't know if we even talked about it on the show—but JUCO signing day, we only saw, signed two junior college transfers. So he's really investing in youth in this team and and guys that want to play his brand of football.
0: Right, and um, and boy, he he didn't um, he didn't hesitate to pull the trigger today either with with the O line coach. Right, right. You know? So, and and that's something that. That I look for. I mean, I know a lot of coaches um, have a lot of pride and uh, want to do it their way and whatnot. Um, look at Fedora keeping Bradford around for as long as he did. Um, and I don't know the ins and outs of the situation, but I, I do like the fact that, that, he, uh, that he had it in him to go ahead and say, you know, not working, let's get somebody else. I, I dig it.
1: Well, you know, we don't know all the details about what went down with that, but uh, like Jason mentioned, it was announced today that uh, offensive line coach Jack Wright no longer with the team. It uh, certainly was him the best of luck. And, and, and I would imagine pretty soon we will know who his replacement will be. I would imagine in the next couple of weeks with recruiting heating up like it is. Well, one of the biggest stories in 2016 uh, for Southern Miss Athletics would have to be the Olympics. Tori Bowie, the former track star here at Southern Miss, won, I think, our only national championship at the, at the you know, D1 level. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to Rio, wins the gold, silver, and bronze uh, the gold she won in the four four by one hundred relay, the silver in the hundred meter uh, dash, and then the uh, bronze in the two hundred meter. So very cool. It was really cool to see her back on campus at Southern Miss a few weeks ago for Tori Bowie Day.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, and how cool were the Olympics? Uh, getting to watch it and seeing America just kind of fall in them with, uh, with with their new sweetheart. And we have a, a personal attachment right there through Southern Miss with Tori Bowie.
1: That oh, was terrific. And you also had another Golden Eagle there that got to compete as well, Miriam Croma, the uh, sprinter. She competed in the 400 meters for Liberia. I almost read the li- – she was a librarian sprinter for <laughs> for um, for Liberia. But, no, yeah, that was that was cool to not only see one Golden Eagle but but to see, see another one. Even if she's competing for another country, you're always proud of the, the former Golden Eagles that uh, can make it to a level like that.
0: Right, yeah. I mean it's – you know, what can you say? That's the pinnacle of, of most athletes' career, to be an Olympian, and, and there we are. And then, like you said, getting to see her participate in Eagle Walk, um, you know, and, and just showing the black and gold off was super, super cool.
1: Another highlight of the year would have to be Southern Miss Baseball winning the conference championship here in Hattiesburg. That was an amazing game. Um uh, you know, we had the conference championship here. It goes down to the final game, Southern Miss versus Rice. The game ends in a play at the plate for the Golden Eagles to take the title, man. What a what a day at the Pete that was.
0: Yeah, I, and I want to say it was um, – the final play was an 8-6-3-2, which is a center fielder to the shortstop to the first baseman to the catcher for the final play. I mean, we got him by a shoestring. The place went crazy. The players went down and jumped over the wall – Uh, headed straight towards the crew that, you know, I I try to fit in with down there with uh, John Smith, Todd Maddox, um, Will Taylor, and the bunch. So, um, man, how fun was that? How hot was that to begin with? That was the hottest day of all time. You could look around the stands, just see everybody fanning themselves the entire time. Um, My wife had to leave early. Of course, she was pregnant, so she gets, you know, she gets... (laughs) She gets a pass. Yeah, she gets a pass there, but um, yeah, man, fantastic way to do it, and... You know, I wanted to ask you, too, as far as uh, the baseball season coming up, um, you know, what do you look for in this year's team? Like, you know, as far as, like, you know, I know we're, we're going to have to replace, you know, Tim Lynch and Chucky. Um, but we got some cool games coming into the Pete. Um, you know, we're taking the uh, conference tournament down there to Biloxi, which I wish it was in Hattiesburg. But, you know, if it's got to be somewhere else, then let's go to Biloxi. That's a neat little park. But I wanted to get your thoughts on on what the baseball season might, you know, look like.
1: You know, we lost a lot, but we've got a lot coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, the toughest thing is to always replace the pitchers, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. But uh, I think we we definitely could be setting up for another run uh, at a conference title with what we have coming back. I'm excited about the tournament being in Biloxi. You know, it's it's tough sometimes to get away with work. I don't know how that's going to play out. We'll have to see when it gets closer to time for me. But uh, my father actually runs a hotel down in D'Iberville. That's right. That's right. So I'm excited for him and, and him to get to see some of his old Golden Eagle friends. Coming I'm excited
0: that. that he can hook me up with a deal.
1: I hope he can. I don't even know if he can hook me up with a deal, but <laughs> he's uh, he's some of the guys, folks that listeners may know, my dad, Sammy, used to run the Hawthorne Suites in town as well as the Baymont, uh, among a few other hotels. He's down on the coast now, living it up. He's, uh, I guess he's the Jimmy Buffett of Diabraville. I don't know what you- Nice. I don't, I don't know that he, he, he doesn't play guitar or anything. Blew
0: out his flip-flop. He
1: blew out his flip-flop, stepped on a pop-top. Uh, the Coast Trash, they love throwing their pop-tops everywhere down there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> also in baseball news, uh, Brian Dozier had a huge year: forty-two home runs as a second baseman for I the know. Minnesota Twins
0: with, with zero protection. How many? Right. I, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know how many games the Twins won, but it was not many. <laughs> you, you could easily pitch around Dozier, is the point, and still just lit it up.
1: The rumor mill is is hot right now with Dozier talk. Even still, I know we talked about it a few weeks ago, but uh, you know the St. Louis Cardinals, Washington Nationals. Uh, San Francisco Giants and and Los Angeles Dodgers are the teams that appear to be in the mix so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Dozier hopefully he can get with a uh, a team that has a shot to win a World Series
0: how cool would that be
1: we'll be right back with more to the talk to the top talk right here on the score 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 come back to us Welcome back to, to The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I'm sitting here with my man, Jason Bailey, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. We're recapping everything that happened in Southern Miss athletics in 2016 and looking forward a little bit. So, Jason, we just got done talking about baseball. Um, another positive this year, softball. The softball team, they were the Western Division champs in Conference USA, finishing with a 30-28 and 28 record.
0: Right. And, you know, how how how, how positive is, is Wendy Hoag? You know, just every time you, you hear her talk, you, you see her quotes in the paper, you see her on Twitter. Um, she is Southern Miss through and through. And um, it seems like all the players really, really enjoy playing for and, and her. She's, and she's going all out recruiting-wise, too.
1: You know, when she got here, I think I don't think there was any doubt that she was going to be successful here. We knew it was going to take a couple of years for her to build a program, but it's, it's, it's turning around rather quickly. I mean, I, I think they should certainly be competitive with what they've got coming back this year. Uh, but it's exciting. You know, when we first got our softball team, it didn't take long before we were one of the best teams in the country. Right. Thanks, Courtney Blades. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think her daughter, she actually has a daughter that's being recruited right now. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to Georgia to play for Lou Harris, our old coach, which I, that just, I mean, you talk about feeling old (laughs) for Courtney Blades to have a daughter that's getting recruited to go to college. No doubt. Uh, That's insane. But uh, certainly looking forward to what softball has on the horizon. Uh, Basketball, we finally got the monkey off our back this year. Uh, the NCAA levied the um, sanctions that they had been working on for a couple of years. Um, you know, basically a reduction of scholarships for Southern Miss basketball. They accepted our postseason ban as part of the post uh, as part of the punishment that we, um, you know, we we set out those two years. I don't know that we necessarily had to, but uh, as far as was having a shot at any postseason play, but we, right. we,
0: yeah, well, we, as, as far as the monkey being off the back, the monkey's still kind of on the back. Uh, with I mean, there, I think there's still limitations the next couple of years on scholarships, um, but as far as it, I guess there's not going to be any more sanctions right. coming against us. We know, we so, know we
1: know what we have, we know what we're dealing with, and I think it's going to be a situation where it's uh, I think we had to give up maybe five scholarships, and we're doing like two yeah. for two year and one year. I can't remember yeah the, some, the, something on that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, we're I guess yeah the the uh, we know where we stand and um, and where we stand right now is is uh sinking.
1: <laughs> it's made, um, it has been a rough year. But
0: right. you know, there, there's still some bright points. I mean, I know I remember on your show a couple weeks back and you asked me about it and there's still are there's there still are flashes of um of good play. There's still hustle. There's still um there, there there's still stretches in games where we look the part. And then there's stretches in games where um you know you wonder what we practiced all week. Um so I don't know. I'm just looking forward to conference season and uh, and maybe, uh, you know, getting Kari Price back. Probably, you know, definitely the best player on the team. Um, Cortez Edwards finally cracked the starting lineup. He's been my favorite player all year. Uh, just got to hit some open shots and, um, you know, get a little confidence. There's, there's nothing like a two or three game win streak, in my opinion, just to put people like me to, you know, even even though I'm still on board. It's just such a sinking ship at the moment. It's hard to find any positives when you lose and you lose and you lose. Um, You know, I thought we were going to pull it out against Stephen F. Austin the other night. Yeah. It was a better program than we are. They just are. Uh, Maybe one of the better teams we've played all year and kind of dominated the game and just came from ahead to lose it. Well, let's recap uh,
1: what we've missed over the past uh, – I don't think we talked about basketball much at all last week. So a couple of games that uh, we've played since the last time we spoke – uh, Southern Miss took on Mississippi State in Jackson, lost to the Bulldogs, eighty-six to forty-four. I think State went on a thirty-five to nothing run. Right at one point, solid. Then on uh, December the twenty-second, uh, which was in the. Uh, when they played the uh, games in Hawaii in the little tournament down there, San Diego State defeated the Golden Eagles 66 to 51. Then Friday, December the 23rd, Stephen F. Austin, like you mentioned, defeated the Golden Eagles 67 64. That was a game when the Golden Eagles came out really strong, took a big league, took a what a 11 to one lead to start the game, and then uh, just couldn't hang on. And then on Christmas Day, December the 25th, uh, the Golden Eagles. Fell to Hawaii, sixty to forty-six. A game that was on on, on TV as well. Um, so the Golden Eagles right now are sit at three and nine. And we also got some bad news during that stretch. Uh, our big man Tim Rowe out for the year.
0: Right. Yeah. Broken foot with a big guy is is never good. Um, and uh, you know you've seen him favorite. Uh, he actually missed um he missed a game earlier in the year, uh with 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 a foot. Issue and I guess this was it and maybe it finally went ahead and just and broke, but um you know Tim's really kind of coming into his own. Um, you can tell that Coach Spoon has helped him out a lot. Um, he's a big guy that that can go inside and outside, um, and losing him is 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 going to be a struggle. But you know we we still got plenty of bodies that we can throw out there. So that's and that's saying a lot for a team that had to finish a game with four players. Oh right. uh, a couple of years back. So. Um, but, yeah, hey, there's nowhere to go but up. Um, we still like going. Uh, we still like getting the crazy promotions like the double cheeseburger donut game coming up. Um, and like I said, Curry uh, should be back soon. Um, he's the leader of the team. And um, and, and not, none of the other guys, you know, like Raheem Watts, who I think is the heart and soul of the team, hadn't played his best game yet. Uh, he hadn't played a single conference game. So as far as looking at the positives – there's still a lot that can be done, and, and we do have pieces to the puzzle. We just got to hit some shots. Did you watch the game the other night? Did you watch it?
1: I did. I did. I listened to one I listened to one on the radio, and I watched the Hawaii game.
0: Yeah, I, I, and, and I don't know how these other teams like Mississippi State. Mississippi State's no good. You know, we're no good, but Mississippi State's no good either. And they just hit threes from all over the place all game long. Hands in the face, six feet behind the arc. Didn't matter. Off the glass. I don't know why that keeps happening to, to USM, but – We've been snake bit so far. We hadn't helped ourselves most of the time, um, but when the other team is, you know, shooting better than they normally do, and we're shooting worse than we probably should, you're going to lose a lot of games. And you know, I really think it that eventually that's going to turn around or at least even out. If it evens out, I still think we have a shot to, you know, at least get to that, you know, 500 mark in conference
1: this Sunday. First day of 2017, one Southern Miss hosting the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs at 2 p.m. at Reed Green Coliseum. It is $1 ticket day, $1 soft drink day, and $1 popcorn day. In addition to all the $1 deals, they also have the premium food item like you alluded to earlier, the donut bacon cheeseburger. You got that last year, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it's legit. It's le-
1: I bet it's legit. <laughs> and uh, like I said before, it's. I think it's a, a case where, you know, we may not be drawing any more fans. So I think we're trying to draw more of the same fans with promotions like this.
0: Yeah, well, and, and you know, that'll get people in the door. Uh, <laughs> well, it may so. not get
1: them out the door. It'll get them into yeah. the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good, good point.
1: <laughs> so Southern Miss basketball, you got one game, you got a game coming up this weekend. So if you're looking for something to do, on uh on sunday to to celebrate the new year maybe maybe we should have had some what your ham and, and greens and cornbread and stuff for good luck maybe that should have been the promo item maybe so
0: couldn't hurt but hey i will buy you and your wife a ticket well that's you a, got a it buddy
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> i'll have to pay it back at some point with a real with a legit ticket the ten dollar all right guys we'll be right back with more to the top talk after the break come back to us Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Sitting here with my man, Jason Bailey. We're talking about 2016, the year in review. Uh, women's basketball, uh, right now, the Lady Eagles are 8-4. They uh, they fell to Northern Kentucky 58-53 to 53 last Wednesday. This Friday night, they will be at Louisiana Tech at 6.30 p.m. The big news, to to, to kind of cap off the year following the bowl game, the big news, kind of got a bomb dropped on us the Monday after the New Orleans Bowl. Our athletic director, Bill McGillis, resigns to take a similar position at the University of San Diego. Uh, Kind of a shocker.
0: Yeah, that's your boy. What happened?
1: I don't know. I talked to him after it happened, but I, but uh, I, you know, he says it's a family move. You know, he's got a lot of family there on the West Coast, and it means Catholic University, and he, he's also a vice president at the school, not just an athletic director. So there are a lot of factors at play, and and let's be honest, this is a this is becoming a, a tougher and tougher job given the landscape of college athletics.
0: Yeah, um, it is, and hey, you know, Bill worked as hard as you can work while he was here. Um, he accomplished uh, he accomplished a lot. In my mind, and um, you never can fault someone for uh, for going for going back home. You know, I know he's from uh, around S- the Washington. Well, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. So this is closer, um, and you know it's San Diego.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, to San Diego. Yeah. It's
0: perfect. It's kind of paradise. Uh, you're. It sounds like you're taking a little bit of a step up. I would love um, too, as far as you know, getting involved on the academic side as well. It, you know,
1: I would love to broadcast this show from the beaches of Southern California. I would have no problem doing that. Right. If they if, if uh, the folks at Eagle Broadcasting want to set up a remote out there on Manhattan Beach, I'll be all about it. <laughs> no problem at all. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a, an athletic director that can come in. And, you know, anytime this happens, you, you hope for a positive that somebody can come in and, 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 and you know with a new set of eyes and put some new energy into the, into the mix. You know, we, we really, and, and Bill's done a few things that have moved us in the right direction with additional staff members, but, but really one of our, our biggest faults, I I guess, since we've been in existence has been fundraising. Mm -hmm. So hopefully somebody can come in and kind of rally the troops a little bit and, uh, and, and move us forward in that regard.
0: And I, you know, I know that you know, you were a lot closer to it than I was, but you pretty you pretty much just kind of had to turn down the position that, that he offered you. But um, you know, I tweeted out earlier that the two things that a new AD needs to come in and do right away is renovate, renovate, read green. I know Bill was was talking about that. He had these master plans that were crazy expensive and awesome, but we just want chairbacks and a jumbotron. Let's just be honest. Chairbacks and a jumbotron would go a long way with everybody going to games. It would go a long way with recruits. Um, and then, you know, you got to grow that Eagle Club like you're talking about. Um, and for people that are out there that are, that are wondering what Eagle Club is, it's just really, you know, this, this is how, this, this is the one way that we can kind of level the playing field, um, is through this, uh, through Eagle Club for athletic scholarships. And, um, and you can get in so cheap. People don't, people don't know that like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, I don't, I don't make enough money. This is literally like, if you have like 20, 30 bucks a month, you can throw in there.
1: Yeah yeah you know, i mean and, it's very reasonable and
0: and if we you know i've i've said this a million times but you know you look at our you, you look at the twitter feed for southern miss athletics and there's around 30,000 you have 30,000 people at 125 bucks a year it's 4 million dollars how much yeah. for 4 million dollars that that would cover everything athletically you know you could take that 17 to 20 million dollar budget up you know 4 million bucks not have to worry about anything
1: um you know, And we've kind of been spoiled. We've kind of always been a, a program that's done more with less. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of expected as such, and, and that's not always the way things work. Um, a few names. There's, there really has not been an official list released on as far as people that are candidates for the job, but there's been some rumors about people thrown about here and there. Of course, uh, Kent Higgenauer has been on staff for uh, quite a few years now. I can't he's uh, Probably about 10 years he's been on staff. Uh, Daniel Feig is a guy that uh, – McGillis hired a few a few years ago away from Alabama. Both those guys, I think, are strong candidates. Jeff Bauer's been talked about. I don't see him coming out of retirement to, you know, I, I think that the job would, le- need, would need a little more energy than he'd probably want to put out there, and I think he would be the first to admit that. Um, Troy Athletic Director Jeremy McClain. I'm not sure at this point how much of a step up it would be financially. I think it's a little bit of a step up, but Jeremy was here under McGillis for a little while, uh, doing doing a great job at Troy. Uh here's a blast from the past. Central Florida Executive Associate Athletic Director Scott Carr, left right. here to took a job at at Auburn. Um Central Arkansas Athletic Director Brad Teague, a very intriguing candidate with what he's done up there at UCA. And then uh Georgia Executive Associate Athletic Director Josh Brooks, used to be at Millsaps. Um if he could bring the beer garden here, I think there's a lot of people that would be on <laughs> un- I mean like just that alone. Uh, would be would be magical, I'm sure, for a lot of Southern Miss fans. Some of them maybe not so much, but uh, us there in the end zone, we'd be we'd be all about it. I would
0: be in favor. I would
1: be in favor of that. Um, it was also announced this week that Nick Mullins and Cameron Tom, uh, both uh, seniors for the Southern Miss football team, invited to the East-West Shrine Game.
0: Yeah, uh, which is a very prestigious um, honor to get to get invited at all. Did, did you see Did you see Munsley's tweet later on? I don't know. Apparently, Cameron Tom also got an invite invite from the uh, NFLPA.
1: Oh, very cool game.
0: I don't know if you can play in both. I think you, I, I think you, I, I think you can.
1: You? can. Okay. I think Kaylin, if he hadn't get hurt, would have played in both. Okay. Also, Nick Mullins. I don't know if we said this last week. Engaged to longtime girlfriend Haley, right after the New Orleans Bowl. Right. That right Monday th- right after there that, at Lake Byron. Yeah. I saw it.
0: Yeah. Good for them. I mean,
1: yeah. Good for. And the he element. had his
0: own photo or, or video guy there to document it. I wonder. I wonder what what, what was the story. Hey, we're just gonna take a walk let's go walking over here to where tailgating is and then they walk across the bridge you know that's what people do across the bridge
1: well he was successful and i think that's all that really matters <laughs> all right guys we'll be right back to shut it down right here on to the top talk come back to us and we'll uh we'll finish out strong i promise
2: well I come from a little bitty homegrown small town
0: smoky mountain
1: We are back right here on To The Top Talk. Let's shut it down. How about it? Special thanks to my guests this week. Mark Norman, comedian Mark Norman. You can follow him on Twitter at MarkNorm. And Jason Bailey, you can follow him at BumperJBailey. You can follow this show at To The Top Talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington on Twitter. Also, Facebook as well, To The Top Talk, Jamie Arrington Comedy. Hope City Comedy, if you want to keep up with all the local comedy shows. The Score, 1400, and WMXI. Like I said earlier, upcoming comedy show, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, December the 28th. We've got Mark Norman at Brewski's. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are only $10. Now, if you... Uh, Bring your bring your big big girl big girl pants. Wear your big girl pants. Be ready. He's a little irreverent at times, so if you're, well, um, maybe look him up on YouTube or something to make sure you're completely on board. He's got a Comedy Central hour special coming out in April. He's been on Conan, The Late Show, of Stephen Colbert, Last Comic Standing, one of my favorite comics. Next week's show, we're going to continue talking about basketball as well as the athletic director. Search. Before we go, Jason, let's talk a little bit about what's happened in Conference USA. Conference USA just wrapped up their bowl season, finishing four and three. Uh, You know, wins coming from uh, Southern Miss, of course. Western Kentucky defeating Memphis 51 to 31. Old Dominion gets their first bowl win 24 to 20 over Eastern Michigan. And Louisiana Tech, 48 over number 25, Navy, 45. So, all in all, even with the losses, still a good bowl season for Conference USA.
0: Yeah, and it's, that seems to be the uh, the mo of the conference. For, for whatever reason, we play awesome in bowl games, um, and people say, you know, it's well, it's who you're playing. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the thing is, is we're a little bit underrated, and some of these other conferences that don't typically have winning records are a little bit overrated.
1: Oh, absolutely, and we defeated two uh, AAC teams. You know, in Memphis and, and Navy, and that's number twenty five. That's ranked Navy getting defeat, defeated by, you know, the number two in conference USA, Louisiana Tech.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I watched that game. Those are some, those are kind of like the only games that I can watch anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 pretty much all NFL playoffs from here on out. I'm sure I'll keep up, you know, via Twitter or via you know yeah, websites. My, but and
0: my fantasy team's done. So mine, I, I mine lost the third place game. AJ green green went down like two weeks ago and it just
1: destroyed me. I did, I lose in that game every year <laughs> and this year was was no different um today had a had a bowl game Army defeated uh, North Texas uh 31 to 28. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah I, North Texas looked looked fine though I tell you what a five and what, seven
1: North Texas team looked fine
0: well, yeah they did and and their fan base I mean, that place, I know they're in Dallas, but they don't even come to their own games.
1: It's kind of yeah. like Lafayette, man. Lafayette showed yeah. up big time in New Orleans. so. Mark Norman. Mark Norman Mark tomorrow Norman. night. Everybody. I'm going to be. Everybody go the, to the show. Go to the show. I'm going to be telling some jokes. Maybe you'll laugh. Maybe you'll laugh at Mark's at least. I'll be there. Jason's going to be there. Come get you an autograph and a picture. All right, guys. Oh, be sure you listen to all our archives on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe. Give us a rating and whatnot. we'll be back next week with more to the top.